0: Operation Confidence proudly presents America's Invisible Heroes radio talk show. Tune in weekly on Sundays from 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Pacific time with your host, Ken Mackey, co-host, U.S. Air Force veteran, Matt Davidson, announcer, Taylor Marcella, U.S. Army veteran and Strategies for Hope segment host, Dr. Kathy Cash, U.S. Army Reserve veteran and entertainment segment host, Charles Whitehead. U.S. Army Special Forces Veteran and I Once Was Whole, segment host Richard Cook. U.S. Army Veteran and Lifeline for Women's Veterans, segment host Martha Elena Varela. National Faith Director, Chaplain and Veterans in Recovery, segment host Anthony Akempora. And U.S. Air Force Veteran and Incarcerated to Success, segment host Kevin Lewandowski. For more information or to be a guest on our show, email info at
2: Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Americans' Invisible Heroes. This show is dedicated to our veterans and their families, and we're so excited to be here today. And yes, I'm your host, Consuela Mackey, Executive Director of a grassroots nonprofit organization called Operation Confidence. No, I'm not a veteran, but my heart goes out to our American heroes, especially veterans who have who have a disability and have experienced homelessness. Uh, for those who are new to the show, American Invisible Heroes was established to provide a platform for our veterans to be able to share their experiences, heartfelt stories, resources, accomplishments, and challenges. So now, allow me to introduce you to our co host for today. We have Taylor Marcella, She's an Operation Conference board member, and she's the, the announcer. U.S. Army veteran, we have Dr. Kathy Cash. She has a bi-monthly segment called Strategies for Hope. Then we have U.S. Navy veteran Calvin Poole. He also has a bi-monthly segment, and his bi-monthly segment is called Blind Veterans, Helping Blind Veterans. And last but not least, we have U.S. Army veteran Dr. Wendy Childress. She has a bi-monthly segment called Living Life Complete. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, so we're moving right along here. Dr. Wendy.
3: Okay, I have to apologize. This is a technology day at its best. Okay. um, My uh, laptop is acting up. My tablet is acting up. and
2: Oh, my goodness. My...
3: um, Phone
2: at the same time, huh?
3: Yes, yes. And I have been trying and trying with my phone to turn this video on and it won't. However, goodness, at least you can hear me. Right. And and you know what? I am just going to offer up a prayer. Oh, thank you. I need one myself. (laughs) (laughs) We all, we all do. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord, and we just thank you for making ways even though we don't know how we're going to get through it, Lord. We thank you for bringing us through it. We thank you for opening doors. We thank you for friends and family. We thank you for your peace and your comfort and your protection during this holiday season, and we just lift up Um, all of those who are sick or in need and ask that you provide for them. We ask that you provide those to do the work to take care of our veterans as well. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
2: That was beautiful. So let's talk about what your segment is all about today.
3: So today
2: I just wanted to talk
3: about hope for the holidays.
2: Okay, first
3: subject. Yes, and that came to me, well, was, well, that, okay, that came to me. I, my guest wasn't able to make it and I needed to do something and that came to me because being a retired veteran, but just life itself has taught me that during this holiday season, we have many family members and friends, coworkers and neighbors who suffer from depression and loneliness and grief. And we want to be able to provide some hope for those people, for anyone that we can. So I just wanted to point that out, just make a few pointers. One, let us acknowledge and realize that the holiday season isn't so happy for some. So when we think about that, let us then think about there are, again, You may be one that suffer from it. I may be one. We don't know, but we should take the time to check on people sincerely, not the superficial how are you? Hey, good to see you. But really, how are you? Take time to to hear people and to, to be aware, to be present, because then we can really see or hear what's going on. We can hear or see if our brother or sister, aunt, uncle, neighbor, friend, co-worker, if they're really doing all right when we really try um, to listen and tune in, or if they're overwhelmed or right. depressed they're lonely. And so then we can step up because it's not enough just to recognize it. Then we need to step up and stepping up causes us to come out of our comfort zone, but it's okay for a moment, for a moment. And, and reach out. And offer a shoulder, offer a. Maybe you invite someone over for the holidays. Maybe you get someone out of the house for the holidays. Maybe you take them. Some people may want to go to a place of worship. Some people may just want to go for a ride. Some people just may want to talk, or some people just may want somebody to sit with them and be present. So we come out of our comfort zone, we be aware, we reach out, we call people and check on them. We don't know what a phone call might do and how that might lift someone's spirit. So pick up the phone, call someone you haven't called during the holiday season, call and check on them. Let them know that they're being thought of because each and every last one of us want to be thought about. It's good to be thought about. We just wanna know that we are seen and that we have not been forgotten. Right. So, we don't want to be afraid to either acknowledge their feelings, let them know that what they feel is okay and it's not abnormal because we all get depressed at sometimes. We all feel sad at sometimes. We all experience grief. So, they're okay. It's okay to feel those things, but let them know they don't have to do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. So, We need to be realistic. We need to come out of our comfort zones. We need to think about others and we need to just take that time, just just a little time and think about somebody else. Reach out to the neighbor, reach out to the brother or sister, like I said, reach out to the family or friend. Just let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. You haven't been forgotten. And we can offer just with that small action, we can offer someone hope for the holidays. And if you go the step further and invite somebody over, that's even better. um, If you can do that or take somebody out, but let's not let anyone feel as if they've been forgotten or if they're all alone, because that is the worst part. And that leads to this severe depression that leads to the suicides. And I was going to pull up the Current statistics, but I did not even want to dwell there because my focus is on let's make someone feel good for the holiday. Buy somebody a gift you've never bought. A gift. It doesn't it's have so to be true. Anything. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything expensive. Right. It's because it's just a thought. hmm
2: So Dr. Childers, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your organization and your credibility to give this subject today? Share this subject today. Well, you know, I,
3: military, they're called SMEs. I never call myself a SME, a subject matter expert or anything, because that puts a lot of pressure on you. However, I am, and I don't want the, per- the pressure, but I am an uh, ordained minister, a retired chaplain, um, doctorate in ministry, a certified life coach, And um, U.S.
2: Army, right?
3: Yes, U.S. Army, National Guard, Army Reserve. I actually did all three, and um, so those are some of my credentials. And Sunday, November twentieth.
2: And your organization? My
3: organization, which would actually be two, but with this one, living life completely is my organization in which I offer life coaching services. And I offer them for singles, I offer them to veterans, I offer them to those experiencing grief. And I will hit on grief for a moment. What makes me, a lot of people are not comfortable with grief and even with going through my certification. I, that was one of the things that um, was interesting for me is that because of my, I'm very comfortable with it, as comfortable as one can get. And no thanks to my own knowledge or anything like that. It's just my experience and having experienced uh, death since early age for me it was not unfamiliar let me rephrase that for me it would be unusual not to attend a funeral service because of my position in my family i'm the eighth born of eight siblings, and uh, so my brothers and sisters were all older than me i come from a large family so As I look back over my life, it was as if, uh, well, God had a plan for me, not as if, well, I know he did. And being comfortable with grief was one of them because every year of my life, just about, I attended a funeral. So when I meet people who have never been to a funeral, it's like, you're 30 years old, you haven't been to a funeral, you're 50 years, what do you mean? I've been going to them since I was born in this world. So wow. it just but it allowed me to become comfortable with grief and understand that it's normal mm-hmm. and that it's okay. So that is one of the other areas that I um count, do life
2: coaching in. And you know, a population has been forgotten during the holidays is I've seen you, especially I've seen you veterans and just seniors period. I Just know you. You may coach them as well, right? Yeah. I don't have. Um,
3: I don't have too no. many seniors, and I'm tra- Okay, you know what? Yes, I, I'm sorry because society would say a senior is six. Really, they say a senior is fifty-five plus now, right? yeah yeah, that's not gonna work (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like no i don't have any seniors (laughs) 60 and under but 60 is a senior um according (laughs) to society but yes during this time seniors and i'm glad you said that connie because during this season think about your seniors your neighbors in the community unfortunately we don't know our neighbors like we used to but take the time because. If they're 80 plus, it could very well be the case. They may never have had kids. Their spouse yeah. may be deceased. They may be by themselves or their children may be in living in another state. And so they're by, their, by themselves for the holidays. And do you know what you do for that senior if you just went over and rang the bell and said, happy holidays, here is a box of cookies or so flowers for your anything so check on your seniors too i'm glad you did bring that up because some of them are by themselves and we have a perfect example a
2: neighbor over here she's a senior she's always by herself and Mm -hmm. i i reached out to her and told her we wanted her to come over for thanksgiving and that was like oh she's (laughs) absolutely thrilled you know Mm -hmm. Broke
3: my heart, you know? Yes, but see, you were paying attention, Connie. You were paying attention mm-hmm. to your neighbors. And unfortunately, this is one of the things that bother me most because we walk by each other like we don't see one another. We have become right. so disconnected. Uh, I love movies. And I'll quote two lines from two movies that I actually like. One is Avatar. And in Avatar, uh, she tells him, um, God, I forget his name. But she tells him, I see you. We all want to be seen. Mm -hmm. Every last one of us. And thought of. And thought about. We want to be seen. Mm -hmm. And um, then in, um, I just lost the movie, but um, Ludacris played in it. Um, I just lost the name of the movie. Well, well, the movie. Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm having a senior moment right now. <laughs> I think we all went, went
2: through Crash. that. Moment.
3: Don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. The movie Crash. I'm glad it came to me. That was a okay. brief senior moment. And he says "Um, we all Ludacris talks about we are walking down the street and the um, in there, there's a scene where he and another person are walking down the street. The lady crosses the street uh, to keep from even brushing up against them for many reasons in this particular scene. But he talks about the disconnect. And it's like, yes, we are. We are disconnected. We don't want to be we don't even have a sense of touch. We don't want to be touched. We don't want to be connected. We don't, we pull in our garages and we don't even have to speak to our neighbors because you have your attached garage. You pull right in. You don't even get to know your neighbors and right. uh, heaven forbid you live in an apartment. You don't ever really have to get to know anybody then. Right. So we've lost our sense of touch, which is what Crash really dealt with. In, in a very, it dealt with a lot of subjects, but we've lost that sense of connectivity. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Connie, for paying attention uh, because you, as you have realized, you have made, she's excited. Just that oh, invite, yeah. you're thinking, well, you know what, I'm just inviting you to a dinner at my house. It's not right. like, you know. Oh, and
2: she, you, you think she was going to the Queen's Palace? Exactly. She keeps, you know, I've become cuckoo with plants since COVID. My uh-huh. my front porch is like a jungle. Jungle. <laughs> and it, I call them my my plant babies, you know. So she comes uh-huh. over and leaves a little plant on the front porch. She won't say anything, and then I'll say about oh two or three weeks later, she'll come and bring another little itty-bitty plant, you know. So I think that's so cute. She won't mm-hmm. knock on the door, but she'll leave a little s- something to say I was here and thought of. It. So she's and very say- sweet. I'm happy to have yeah. her Thanksgiving.
3: And I'll say one more thing for for your co-workers, because oftentimes people will move from another state and they're right. in this state all by themselves. And it's not the case that they can always afford to go back home. And then these individuals end up having, spending their holidays by themselves.
2: Right.
3: So if you have a coworker who was here from another state, another country, and can't go home with their families, think about doing what Connie did, invite them over. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: So that he or she doesn't have to spend the holidays by themselves either. Right, right. That is, I'm going to just leave it there. Just during these holidays, let's give someone some hope. Just Mm -hmm. let them know that they are not alone. They are not Mm -hmm. forgotten. That you see them. That somebody sees them and that somebody cares.
2: That's right. That is so precious. But thank you so much. And we'll see you before the holidays. You got several more segments before. Yes. And I'll have everything (laughs) fixed by the the next one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we want to follow up on the resort project you're working on too. That's that would look gorgeous. The, will, retreat, I will, the retreat, yes. Well, okay.
3: uh, Connie, I'm gonna take that as prophetic. I'm gonna own a resort soon. I'm taking that okay. as a prophetic
2: like <laughs> You know, we both got these missions beyond. Know, We're gonna have this in yes, God's so we name. Are. You know? Yes, yes, we are. Amen. That's right. Thank you so much, Dr. Chilipus, and I look You're forward welcome. to you being back in a couple of weeks. All
3: right. You're take it away for me, babe.
1: Yes, ma'am. Uh, Dr. Kathy Cash is a US Army veteran and the founder CEO of Strategies for Hope. Dr. Cash volunteers in and works closely with the veteran community. She facilitates veterans groups and faith-based groups with an emphasis on supporting others by instilling hope. Dr. Cash is the host of Change Your Focus and Live Life, a podcast heard on all major platforms. Today, her guest is Angela Adams, Assistant Director of Section 8 for the Housing Authority of the City of Los Angeles. Angela has served in the position for the past 12 years and oversees the Housing Choice Voucher Program and the Inspections Department. Can you repeat that again? Um,
2: your computer kind of scrambled a little bit. Can you repeat that first, second, what you just said?
1: I'll just start it back. I'll start it over. Uh, And uh, Dr. Cash's guest today- No, we heard
2: that, oh yeah, her guest. That's right, I'm sorry. Right, go ahead, sorry. Duh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is Angela Adams, Assistant Director of Section 8 for the Housing Authority of the City of Los Angeles. Angela has served in the position for the past 12 years and oversees the Housing Choice Voucher Programs and the Inspections Department. Um, HACLA is one of the largest housing authorities with over 48,166 participants and over 15,000 landlords. My lordy. Angela is the Vice President of professional development of SoCal NAHRO, vice president of CAHA, and member of the American Legion, Jackie Robinson Post two, uh, 252, where she is the adjunct, a member of Auxiliary 252, and a member of the National Association of Black Veterans. Angela is a proud veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom and Desert Shield, Desert Storm. She retired from the United States Army Reserves as a Command Sergeant Major after serving 30 years. Angela has a Master's of Arts degree from Bowie State University in Human Resource Development and a BA from the University of Maryland Baltimore County in Social Work with a minor in African American Studies and Health Science and Policy. She is an active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority